Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. Hello, this is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of September 24th, 2023. In case you don't know, I have an active Instagram channel where on Mondays at 9 a.m. Pacific time, I do the Astro and the Oracle, where I talk about the astrology and then pull cards for each sign of the zodiac, giving you a three-card reading for your sun, moon, and rising. And now I have updated my Amazon storefront. So all of the decks that I've used are there. And I will try to make sure the deck most recently used is at the top. I also, on Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific time, do the Celestial Insights program where I talk about events in the news, current astrology, and then pull three cards for a group collective reading. And on Fridays at 1 p.m., I typically I do a conversation, a cosmic conversation with someone about astrology or some other spiritual topic. Yeah, so you can check me out on Instagram. I'm thinking of doing more on YouTube. So let me know what you'd like to see on YouTube and I will try to accommodate. Eclipse season has begun. The next eclipse is the first one in Libra. It will be at 21 Libra on October 14th. On Sunday, October 8th at noon, I'm having a workshop where you can come and learn about what may come up in your life and all about things about eclipses and this Libra eclipse. And I'll do as many hot take readings as I can. So you can check it out in the show notes or go to astrologybyceleste.com to register today. This weekend, I'll be at the Astro Bash Conference in Borrega Springs. So if you are there, it's an evolutionary astrology conference. Please come up and say hi. And if you're on one of my social media platforms, let me know your handle. The theme of this week is Opportunity Knocks. And there are three big things I want you to think about as you navigate the week. The first is that Mercury in Virgo is in its home sign of Virgo. Mercury is in domicile, so Mercury can do Mercury's thing easily and well. It's now direct and picking up speed, and it's trine. Trines are smooth, easy-flowing energy with Jupiter, which is retrograde in Taurus, and they're both at 14 degrees of their respective signs, If you have planets around 14 degrees, there may be a story for you. Now, this is the third time because of the Mercury retrograde that this trine is happening. The first was on August 9th when they were both direct. The second was on September 4th when Mercury retrograded back to the trine to Jupiter. And now Mercury's direct and Jupiter's retrograde. So they're mutually applying to each other again. So you can use this energy for wonderful things. 
Mercury articulates, analyzes, finds patterns on the high road. Now, it can also destabilize and argue and criticize, especially in Virgo. But this can be about, it's our thought processes. So ideas that you've been like formulating or working on for a while can really start to bear fruit especially with the trine to Jupiter, because Jupiter expands, it broadens, it invests in, and it stabilizes things. Now, in the shadow energy, it can go to excess or bring too much arrogance or just inflated ego thinking things will just go well. But with the high road of this energy, someone will pitch an idea to an investor and they will get the money. Like this is going to be you pitch your idea and you just tell them the story so well. And we're in Libra season, the energy is partnering. And yeah, this can be really a wonderful time, great energy to go ask your boss for something or your anyone you want something from. There may be more ease and flow for you to get it. Someone that you expect to say no may just say yes when you have like your whole your whole argument or the evidence or whatever you needed to support yourself all planned and you don't need any of it because you're just like, okay, sure, let's do this. This is incredible manifesting energy because Virgo and Taurus are both earth signs. Now, you can also use this energy in a negative way, and you can get in the argument of the century where Mercury, you just start criticizing and arguing, and then with the trying to Jupiter, just like get bigger and bigger and bigger and add on things from the last, you know, 10 years that irritate you about the person. So I wouldn't recommend that. I'd recommend it using it for manifesting magic. The next thing I want to make you aware of is that Mars and Libra is conjunct the asteroid Lilith. And Lilith is the untamed woman, the woman who would not be subservient. She is Adam's first wife who would not lay under him, who wanted to be his equal and either left or was cast out of the Garden of Eden because she would not be subservient. And when she's highlighted, we can see things in multiple ways. So Mars is a planet of action and conflict in the sign of Libra associated with relationships, also legal affairs, art. So see if you see things around conflict with women who are, you know, untamed women. Now, Lilith is also associated with abortions and providers. So in the United States, there could be more news about women being punished for getting an abortion or like the actions in the court cases that they're trying to bring forward in conservative states. A story that really jumps out at me is that Lauren Boebert, she's a congressperson from Colorado who's just and behaves outrageously in general. She has this huge Sagittarius stellium and most likely a Leo moon. We don't have her birth time. Her moon might be in Cancer. She wants to turn the United States into a theocracy and is very anti-LGBTQ issues and has been very vocal about drag queen story hour and things like that and the harm it does to children. Well, anyway, she was at a musical Beetlejuice in Denver. And so this is such a Venus and Leo. We're still in the retrograde shadow 
and was vaping in front of a pregnant woman who asked her repeatedly to stop vaping and then was taking pictures with the flash going off in front of in the show and then her and her date were touching all over each other and in very inappropriate ways in this public forum in a child-friendly environment And when she was called out about it, she lied and said she didn't do it. Well, Mercury went retrograde and the videotape was made available and she did everything she was accused of doing. I wonder if she will have consequences for her behavior from Congress. Like they have actions where they can censure people or do things. We'll see if anything happens to her. The The new moon in Virgo at 21 Virgo was squaring her Uranus at 22 Sagittarius. And so this week, Mars is in a sextile with her Uranus. So will there be action taken against her because of her outrageous, outlandish behavior, acting like, you know, Lilith and the shadow energy of Lilith. Yeah. And her Venus is at 14 Scorpio. So Jupiter and Taurus opposite her Venus, both squaring Venus and Leo and the empty point of that T square in Aquarius and Aquarius can be, you know, doing things socially unacceptable. Yeah. So that has to do with the timing of that, but we'll see if we hear something like that, or there could be, a. there's been so many stories during this Venus retrograde about women you know, doing some outrageous things like a woman who was accused of poisoning her husband and killing him last year. And then she wrote a children's book about grief. And like, are you there with me, daddy or something like that? This is a woman from Utah. Anyway, she was arrested during the Venus retrograde. So I wonder if we'll, there maybe could be something that comes up about her. Maybe she gets her trial date or something like that. The big story with Venus square Jupiter, a lot of it was about all the money being generated by Beyonce and Taylor Swift and the Barbie movie all getting over a billion dollars. Well, stories about people who overspent Venus's money and Leo, you want your luxury item like going to this big concert square Jupiter in Taurus, you spend way too much on the tickets and the merchandise and the this, that, and the other thing. And then you have a big conflict with your partner. One woman I was reading about bought tickets, didn't tell her husband, just used their joint funds, and he was saving up for his child's heart surgery or something like that. And so he posted the video of them arguing on Instagram about what she did, and she was unrepentant. So that's very Lilith. See if you notice stories about punishment or legal consequences or other things related to Lilith energies this week. The last thing I want to make you aware of is that there'll be a full moon at six degrees of Aries on Friday. And so the lunar phase family of this full moon dates back to the new moon in Aries on March 31st, 2022 at 11 degrees of Aries. And this is around when the woman killed her husband with, um, she poisoned him, I think with fentanyl. So that's one of the reasons I think this story may come up at this time. Yeah, the first quarter moon was at 
eight degrees of Aries. So the sun was in Capricorn, the moon in Aries on December 29th of last year. And now this Friday, September 29th, the sun at six Libra, the moon at six Aries, and the cycle will end or start to wind down next June when the sun is in Cancer and the moon is in Aries, both at seven degrees on June 28th next year. So think about these dates. Is there a story that started back in March of 2022? Did it have a pivot point last December? What is illuminated this full moon? Full moons are illuminating. All is revealed. The sun and the moon are as far apart as they can be. Things come to light. So what comes to light to you, especially in relationship to how you take action or how you emotionally feel in regard to relationships, Libra relationships, Aries the self. This can be a great time to get perspective on, you know, your part versus the other person's part and any kind of conflicts that you're having in relationships with Mars, the planet of conflict in the sign of Libra at this time. And Mars will be conjunct the fixed star Rigel. And Rigel is the teacher. So this is a great time to do some introspection about what you've learned about you versus the other. And it can be, you know, your business partner, your spouse, your long-term love partner, people you work with, these one-on-one relationships, how you express yourself, how you are willing to engage in conflict, or do you just avoid conflict at all costs, or do you just have to have constant conflict? Yeah, just this is a great time to be thinking about these topics now as the Venus retrograde is winding down, Venus rules relationships, and we're getting ready to have the eclipses, the first one in Libra. There'll be so much news about relationships during this eclipse season. Yeah, this can be a great time to do some self-reflection and journaling. Libra's an air sign. Air likes to communicate, likes to write, likes to connect. So think about that. We are already seeing eclipse stories. Hugh Jackman is an incredibly talented actor who'd been with his wife for 27 years. They announced they were getting divorced on the day that Mercury retrograde went direct in the sign of Virgo, his son is at 18 degrees of Libra. And so his son is being eclipsed. We don't know his birth time, so that we don't know where his son is in his chart, but this is his eclipse story, making his divorce public and all of the things his wife and he are doing in order to separate their assets and whatnot. His Venus is at 18 degrees of Scorpio. Now, this has been in in the works for a while. We know they put some property up for rent or for sale earlier this year, probably around the time that Uranus, Uranus breaks things, was opposite his Venus now. But Jupiter is opposite his Venus three times during this Venus retrograde, as well as Venus was squaring his Venus three times. So he's one of the celebrities that had an unexpected breakup of his relationship. And being a Libra, it's part of his eclipse season. It was announced when Mercury stationed direct 
King Kung's his north node in Aries. So Mercury in Virgo was King Kung's his north node in Aries. He made a communication about how he was pursuing his path, you know, on his own going forward. On Sunday, the word of the day is discernment. We are in Libra season and the eclipses are coming in hot. There are times when there are big events that happen in our lives. And this day we start with the moon in Capricorn and it's squaring the nodes. And whenever planets square the nodes, there is a crossroads, a choice. So are you going to move towards like having a better relationship, Libra, or just advocate for yourself, Aries, or somewhere in between thereof. This is the day Mars, Mars and Libra is opposite Chiron and Aries. So Mars rules sex. It could be sexual healing. Chiron's a wounded healer, or it can be like just an epic fight. So think about that or any little actions you take to bring some healing to your relationship is a great idea. Be discerning about what you choose to engage in. The moon will enter Aquarius at 429 p.m. Aquarius is a fixed air sign that helps us get a perspective. We can get some of the emotion out of situations with Aquarius, whereas with Capricorn, There can be a desire to control or to get more. It's initiating energy that you've like pushing on the shadow energy to get your own way or without thinking about what the other person needs. So just be mindful of that. This day could be a little rocky for some before the moon goes into Aquarius. Yeah, and the sun in Libra is King Kung, Saturn, and Pisces. With King Kung says we need to let go of something. They move us into new situations. So be concerning. Think about the sun in Libra spotlighting how you act in relationships. Saturn is boundaries, control, and things like that. It's in the sign of Pisces. So do you erect boundaries that are overly protective? Do you need to like soften or dissolve some of your boundaries? Or are there responsibilities that you have that you can release and let go of Saturn rules responsibility that will bring something better to you in your relation to others? On Monday, the word of the day is communicate. Mercury and Virgo is trying Jupiter retrograde. They're both at... Jupiter's in Taurus, they're both at 14 degrees. And yeah, so this is what I mentioned. You can have some great communications where you get what you want without too much effort for some. Venus is also by quintile Neptune. So that's a grace note. You can believe in the dream. I believe you can magnetize to yourself what you want. The gibbous moon where the moon is pregnant with possibilities, will start at 17 degrees Aquarius at 9.44 p.m. Get out and look at the moon. Look up. It'll be beautiful. On Tuesday, the word of the day is implementation. There's not much going on, so this is just a great day to like focus on getting the work done, communicating with who you need to communicate with in order to find the solutions to move things forward. The moon will enter the water sign of Pisces at 5.17 p.m. Pacific time. Pisces is mutable water. If you're like 
in a meeting or out at a restaurant, notice if when the moon shifts from Aquarius to Pisces, how the conversation may just stop. Pisces is a mute sign where people may be going within or getting lost in the dream and things like that. This reminds me, I'm taping this the day the sun is opposite Neptune. I became aware of someone, this is astrology in action, someone pretending to be me on Facebook, like trying to get money out of someone who wanted me to review a product and negotiating with them. It was an astrology book. So just know there is just one astrology by Celeste. It's me. I'm not going into your DMs and trying to get money out of you. I have one website and I have one email address and it's Celeste at astrologybyceleste.com. This person put some, made up an email address using my name, using my picture. It makes me so angry. Neptune, the planet of illusions and delusions. When it's highlighted, deception can come to light. On Wednesday, the word of the day is creative. The moon is still in Pisces. Now, something often ends when the moon is in Pisces and we're in eclipse season and the sun is in Libra. Pisces and Libra are both very creative energies. Libra is the artist, Pisces the dreamer, the creative. Yeah, this can be a wonderful day to do something creative. Just put on good music. Have a loving connection, hopefully, with your partner if you have one because Venus is conjunct Juno, the asteroid of partnership at 21 degrees of Leo. If you have this in your chart, anything around 21 degrees, especially of the fixed signs, there may be a story. This is a great day to bring like a present or something nice home to your sweetie. Yeah, I love that. Now, Juno can also be the aggrieved wife. So (laughs) if your partner's talking about what they're upset about, this could come up on that day as well. Mercury is going to be King Kong's Chiron, Mercury and Virgo. So outlining what you have to say without being too critical is what I would recommend because King Kong's Chiron and Aries, you hurt the other person's feelings and now they're not speaking to you. So just keep that in mind. On Thursday, the word of the day is somber. Like, so if that Mercury Chiron, you had an argument, or even if just like there was information shared with you, you might just need time processing it. With the moon in Pisces, it may take you a bit to understand exactly what you're feeling. Yeah, so take the time. Don't let anyone rush you. Slow down. The moon will enter Aries at 5.17 p.m. Pacific time. Aries is cardinal fire, initiating energy. You may all of a sudden get a boost of energy. Great to exercise and move your body when the moon is in Aries so that you can metabolize any extra energy in a healthy way. And that happens at 5.17 p.m. Pacific time. I'm not sure if I said that. On Friday, the word of the day is proposals. This is the day of the Aries full moon at 2.57 a.m. Pacific time. This is the last Venus square Uranus. So Venus in Leo square Uranus in Taurus. They're both at 22 degrees of their respective signs. Apologies, I meant to say this earlier. So there may be a story in your life that had an initial event around July 3rd, a second event, August 9th, and now August 29th. This is the last hit. 
due to the Venus retrograde. So this is the psychological integration of what maybe came before. Some people are going to be sitting down and negotiating. Venus can negotiate and so does Mercury, how they're going to break up or break up suddenly. Now, this can also be surprise proposals, like someone, like the Aries energy with that Aries full moon that happens at 2.57 a.m. Pacific time can give someone the courage to say to someone, hey, can I buy you a drink? Or, hey, will you marry me? Yeah, or someone opens the credit card bill and be like, I can't believe I spent so much at the Taylor Swift concert. So there can be surprises around Venus topics, relationships, money, what you value, self-esteem, things like that. Yeah, you may see someone who has a new, like, exciting haircut where it's all asymmetrical and things. Notice when you see that as you're moving forward throughout the weekend. But this last Venus square Uranus really highlights kind of that we're beginning to wind down this transit. It's not quite over. Venus doesn't leave its shadow until October. But yeah, there are going to be a lot of stories about unexpected breakup or surprise couples. On Saturday, the word of the day is chaotic. So some people, you know, you got proposed to yesterday. You're calling everybody on the phone. It's like so busy, busy, busy. Mercury, the planet of communication, is in Virgo, trying Uranus and Taurus at 22 degrees. People calling, hi, mom, hi, dad, I'm engaged, la, 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 surprise. Uranus can bring surprise, sudden events and shocks. Good day to drive carefully because of the Mercury trine Uranus. Trines can just, Mercury rules transportation, Uranus, like unexpected events, chaotic events. There can be just like a 20 car pileup or something on this day. Hopefully not. So be extra careful when you're driving. The moon will enter the sign of Taurus at 6.17 p.m. Pacific time. Taurus is fixed Earth. It's a great time to connect with your senses and enjoyment and physical pleasure, touch, sight, sound, have a great meal. Yeah, things like that are great to do with the moon is in Taurus. Now, Mars is King Kong's Uranus as well. Mars and Libra, King Kong's Uranus and Taurus, both at 22 degrees of their respective signs. Uranus is in Taurus. I said that already. I think I've repeated myself several times. Sorry. Anyway, Yeah, so that is energy that's chaotic. There's going to be violence places. I mean, there's always violence somewhere, but just be extra careful of your safety. So people, you don't know who had a breakup last night or whose relationships are crumbling. So, you know, if someone's a little irritable with that, yeah, Mars can just bring like show up as irritability unexpectedly with the Uranus. Just try to show people some grace. You never know. They may have had the fight of a lifetime this week. So that's it for this week's episode. Feel free to email me at Celeste at astrologybyceleste.com with any astrology and action stories. Or let me know how the daily themes are playing out for you. Take care and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, 
group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show. Follow, rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week. 